0: hello everyone and welcome to the writing quest podcast a little bit different a little bit new a little bit new this is episode one and we thought we'd start this series we have our main series called writing quest where we're writing our book huzzah but then we thought we really do like just talking about all the other stuff we like to talk about books we're reading stories in general bullcrap so media. this will just be a conversation Maybe someday we'll have guests. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, welcome to the Writing Quest Podcast. <laughs> All right. So, today, uh, what do you want to talk about? I guess we should probably talk about Mistborn.
1: Okay. <clears throat> so, um, I, in the last episode of, or in episode seven of Writing Quest, mm-hmm. I talk about how I'm reading Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've never read Lord of the Rings all the way through before. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I've loved it since I was a kid. But I uh, read through Fellowship, and then I took a break for about three months, and then I came back to Two Towers, and I read the first half of Two Towers. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the middle of the second half of Two Towers, also known as three-fourths of the way through Two Towers. (laughs) Um, And I just... I realized, like, I'm not... A, I really want to get motivated about writing, and I feel like I know the story of Lord of the Rings so well, even though there's so much more. You know the gist of the story. I know the gist of it, so it's like, I know what's going to happen. I know the big plot points that are going to happen, so I still want to check off Lord of the Rings off my list, but I am officially DNFing Lord of the Rings for the year, Um what does that mean? I don't know all How these. How do you not know a DNF? I don't know means. all these lingo-y things you say. You need to go with the times, dude. Okay. DNFing. I'm a bit older than him. It means did not finish. Oh. Okay. Ta-da. Uh, so, instead. You'll come back to it, though. I mean. Oh, yeah. No, that's going to be like my Christmas book, you know. Yeah. So, uh, which, by the way, I'm starting Harry Potter uh, on October 31st, and I'm ending on Christmas Day happening. Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so instead, I wanted to try something that I've never read before, and that is Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn. Mm-hmm. Came out in, I think, 2012.
0: Like you know that. what I learned about him today? Because I was, started that lecture,
1: and then oh, I, was, yeah, yeah. I was trying to look up
0: just different books. So I've known about him, obviously. He's a big name for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just never really, like, looked into what he's done and all that stuff. Of course. Um, he. I think, kind of, from what I understand, yeah, okay, I can be corrected. He kind of coined the terms for hard and soft magic. Like, that came really, from him. like, he was the one who kind of defined that. Because, like, Tolkien didn't, he obviously is a soft magic, yeah. but he didn't like have that name for it. He just yeah. did what he wanted. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so I think, I don't know. So I picked it up.
1: Today, too, but I have only read a few pages, so what do you think so far? Okay, so the first thing is I have a book-buying problem. I can't go into Barnes & Noble without leaving with a book. You just can't go in. Every single time. Um, All of these books... Except for a couple. Except for these ones and the Harry Potters, I've bought within the last two months. You have a problem. I have a problem. And I've read... None of them? that much Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I want to... So, I really want to get through Sherlock Holmes mm. and start some Shakespeare, and I want to reread uh, Name of the Wind and Wise Man's Fear*. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Rothfuss. Anyway. So, Mistborn. Um, yeah, this I bought this trilogy... Like, I bought them a week apart, <laughs> as if I was saving money or something. Or somehow, like, reading them and reading yeah. them, all that stuff. But Lord of the Rings is taking a lot of time. So, uh... I like it a lot. I've known about it for a while. I remember when it was first recommended to me. I was in a coffee shop, and I was talking to uh, a good friend of mine. His name JP. And he was like, dude, I found you a book. And I was like, no, you didn't. And he was like, no, I found you a book. It's this cool series where he's like, imagine Harry Potter, but Voldemort wins. And I was like,
0: whoa. <laughs> so I got turned onto it by um, watching... Murphy, Murphy Na- Napier.
1: Murf- I, I say Murphy Napier. Okay. But uh, to make it sound bougie, I, she's a YouTuber. Yeah. Uh, and she does a really great job of her she stuff. She said in one of her
0: videos that she didn't really get into the science fiction fantasy stuff until she read Mistborn because the magic system was so cool. Oh. So that was where, and you know how my relationship with magic systems... And so, if Brian Sanderson or Brandon Sanderson defined hard and soft magic, I must read because I hate it and suck at it. It's not that I hate
1: it. I love magic. I just. It just doesn't like you. Well, and it's so like, you gotta just do. You either have to make rules or you just have to live live without them.
0: He said one of his quotes about it is like, the more. You use magic to define the plot, the more rules it has to have. Right. It can't, like, you can't just be like, just
1: because. Like, that doesn't work. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah.
0: So anyways, so far it's very good. You like it.
1: I like it a lot. I read the prologue. Loved it. I read the first chapter. Loved it. Mm -hmm. It's, I... You know how in a lot of books, you have to read it for a bit, and you have to, like, okay, where am I? Who am I? What Trying to figure out just the landscape of what's, what's happening. Happened. Exactly. I read the prologue in the first chapter. Mm-hmm. I knew everything that was happening. I, I, I could see it clearly in my brain. Mm-hmm. And he did, and they're not long chapters, either. He didn't use flowery language or anything. Yeah. He just... I got Whoa. into a
0: pretty big rut, and I that was kind of the reason. So... A few years ago, I was pretty much just in the cycle of reading the same things, like I was reading Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, and like just the same. Like I just kind of was reading the same of stuff that yeah, you were going through. A little bit yeah. of Star Wars, which I love the new Star Wars stuff, but it's not hyper new because it's still Star yeah. Wars. So it's not like it's a new story in the world, you know? Yeah. But I realized when I started these. Like, when I would start new books, I'd get frustrated, and I realized the reason I was getting frustrated is because I hadn't had to, like, learn new characters in a long time. And you were just like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, and I'd, I'd like, open it, and I'd read a couple of pages, and I'd be like, what is going on? Yeah, you it's know. It's because you don't know what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> and so I had to kind of, like, retrain my reading brain to be like, this is a good thing. This is a good problem. Stretching your brain. Yeah. Excellent. like. And so now I started this. I read like four pages before I something happened and I got interrupted. And uh, I was like, I've avoided looking anything up about it. I don't know anything about what I'm getting into reading it. So I'm kind of excited about that. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. I am currently reading. So I said in, the la- in uh, episode seven, I was doing like Harry Potter and a bunch of stuff. But I'm also listening to because I'm I have a problem. Um, I'm listening to The Wheel of Time on audiobook in the car. Right. Which I, the first audiobook is like 36 hours or something crazy. That's crazy to me. But okay. and then they just keep getting longer. Like Brady sent me a our older brother Brady for those who don't know. Um, he sent me. He got through to the end in like the last book. There's one chapter that's like nine hours. So, <laughs> but that was the other reason that turned me into Brandon Sanderson is that he finished that series on the show. Oh,
1: so. sweet. And they I'm, all read the same. I feel like. I feel like God edited the universe without me knowing. And. Yes. And he, like. Like he changed the world and added Brandon Sanderson in. And now. and But he forgot to tell me. And. So <laughs> now um, I'm. <laughs> Learning about him, and I'm like, this is everything I need to be yeah. reading right now. So, yeah, it's
0: actually kind of amazing of like, because he's been around forever and he's got a lot of good stuff, and I've just never
1: read any of it. Never. Ever. I've never heard about it. Never. Like, it's so past my sphere of influence yeah. that, like, but. yeah. Okay, next subject
0: that we got to talk about:
1: writing. Loki. Loki.
0: Holy whoa. Are sp- spoilers? We're gonna have some spoilers. We're, I'm just saying uh, yes. it out loud.
1: Seriously, okay. If you haven't caught uh, MCU's latest and finest on Disney Plus, uh, Loki is impressing me. They uh, bombed the sacred timeline. Bombed that was the so sacred cool. Timeline. That was that was a neat touch. Who do you think it is? Who do you think the woman is at the well, end? It's so. I did do some online
0: digging and you know some of the rumors have been out for months that it's like there so what I can't figure out is Lady Loki and Enchantress. Yeah. Some places I looked talked about that like they were the same.
1: Interesting. But other
0: places were like no, there's a female version of Loki mm-hmm. and there's Enchantress who is separate. Okay. But not the not the DC Comics Enchantress different enchantress. very different
1: but uh so yeah so
0: i I think well i don't know
1: so here's my thing uh i so i'd never read the comics growing up i like i caught on i watched iron man one and then i watched incredible hulk and then you got yourself hooked and then that's how i got hooked into it so like i was not a nerd well i was a nerd growing up but i wasn't a marvel nerd growing up And ever since, I've just been diving deeper and deeper and deeper. But I do remember about 2011, they uh, were talking, or a show came on. What was it? It was like Nickelodeon or something. I can't remember. But it was Avengers Assembled. Oh, yeah. And it was this golden age of cartoon where it came out and it was glorious and it was just. Ah. and then after the Avengers movie came out they changed it I think no 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 no, no. Avengers movie came out the next year and so and the, it, so it ran for three seasons and it was because they were leading up they're trying to teach children what was coming coming I think mm-hmm. and it came out but then wasn't it after Avengers came out that Disney bought Marvel um somewhere around that.
0: It was like right before, right at, you know. I think
1: it was when Disney bought Marvel. I think they scrapped it because they made a new Avengers show. Called Avengers Assembled. Oh, no. I was talking Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. That was the one that I watched.
0: Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes ended. And then they started Avengers Assemble after the new Avengers movie came out. Because they kind of rebranded. The, it's like, oh, this is the new one. Because we have the movie to e- back, you know.
1: Yeah. Even though I... W- and I watched both. But they're the exact same show. Just ones made by Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I and, th- and sorry. I'm bringing this back to Enchantress and Loki. I remember Enchantress being a completely separate person. Yeah. So that's how I know Well,
0: her. and, you know, if you're looking at timey-wimey, you know... Wibbly-wobbly. The butterfly effect... Stuff. thing you know um like she could Loki could totally be a female in a different in a different universe world, universe so yeah. like you know either way it's gonna be really cool and i think i was really nervous with the first episode <laughs> it was awesome But the timey wimey stuff gets me frustrated sometimes because sometimes they just delete things that we love. Yeah, like uh, my first thought watching it was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" Please don't make Endgame not matter. (laughs) Because if you do, you know, we don't care about this anymore, right? And then so, or it's either that where it's like they start making everything that's come before irrelevant, or they do like it's in a bubble and it doesn't matter. At all. Except Loki has changed on the other side. Right. Which, to me, is like... I mean, obviously, character change does drive at most everything, but, right. like, that's not enough. You know? Yeah. It's just dangerous. It's dangerous territory. I think that they've handled the timey-wimey good.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And I think was that that they-
0: never a sentence I thought I would say. I think they've handled the timey me good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that on a t-shirt yeah um yeah it's good merch
0: idea t-shirt i think they've handled the timey wimey good
1: <laughs> Genius. <laughs> buy it at our
0: stores yeah so anyways i think loki's great i think for me i don't know if it's gonna be wandavision
1: no wandavision was something it special. beats
0: it beats falcon winter soldier falcon winter soldier's good it was a good story but it wasn't your cup of tea. No, I was. I, I really like it. But it's just it was kind of like watching Captain America, the first Avenger, but for like 2021. Right. Where it's like, it's a great movie. I love it. But it's not like shocking. Nothing crazy exciting happens. It's not like a mind bender. Not that everything has to be. It's a good story. Yeah. Loki and WandaVision have so far proven to be much like just really good yeah yeah
1: i agree um which yeah i think yeah it's good stuff it's good Mm -hmm. stuff i like it a lot um let's see oh i got one you ready Mm. well wait no shoot i want a different one now we can use this one uh what is happening uh doctor who okay I can't remember how much did you ever watch. Oh gosh, we got I don't know. We skipped some episodes. We got that was a long time ago. That was a long ago. We started with the first season, but you're like, yeah, first season was pretty rough. And 2005 then f- graphics, it was bad. I think we
0: got up to
1: didn't we start Matt Smith or something?
0: We either got to Maths, Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi, one of those two, somewhere in there. Mm. Because Peter Capaldi's after Matt Smith, right? Yeah. Is somewhere in there, yeah. I I okay. We started skipping around a little. I think to watch just like the, the better episodes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We watched the Angels episode. I remember for sure. No, I never watched that one because you said it was scary.
1: I don't do scary. Yeah, but I half don't do scary. Putting
0: that on the record.
1: Half a Doctor Who is scary, though, so put on your big boy diaper and just watch it.
0: <laughs> I don't want to. I don't like the scary. It adds suspense. It adds spice. Doctor Who t- wasn't quite my cup of tea. I didn't... Yeah. I'm I think... Sad. Like, I'm glad I've watched enough of it that I understand, like, it in pop culture, but mm-hmm. I'm not probably
1: ever going to be, like, a fanboy of it. Yeah, I you understand know. that. I've dropped off the radar a little bit. I did recently just watch season 12 of Doctor Who. And I don't know if it's because I'm binge-watching it or uh, it's just not, you know, like David Tennant or something. But it's just, like, they're not quite... Like, the show isn't quite catching me anymore. Mm -hmm. It could be because I'm older. Um, But something I think I did figure it out, though, it's because right now, in the past at least, of the reboot, right? All of the Doctors have had a familial and or romantic tie to their companions. Mm-hmm. And right now, with Jodie Whittaker, at least, okay, maybe in the later parts <clears throat> of the second season, but before then, basically everyone is just friends. Right. And there's, like, three companions. There's not really in, like... any yeah.
0: friends. Yeah.
1: And, like, I mean, Amy with uh matt smith in season five right she was the girl who waited mm. right and so like she waited her entire life for the doctor to come back and he did and you know like that and they were so tied because of things that the doctor did mm-hmm. but her friends are just right coming around with it you know yeah. so um, I, am hoping for some better companions, mm-hmm. uh, which if you haven't seen Doctor Who season 12, uh, about spoilers, so here's your chance. Three, two, one. Okay. Uh, so two of the companions left at the end of that season. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what they do with it because there's one remaining and I hope that they bring in more because yeah. we need some better so
0: is there anything in the science fiction fantasy pipeline that's coming down the road that you're excited
1: about black widow right dude about freaking time i wanted as soon as iron man 2 came out Mm -hmm. and then avengers 2 happened age of ultron i wanted a black widow movie and they're finally doing it i'm very excited yeah well, and it's actually got delayed for a
0: whole year and a half, basically. And so I'm like, that'll be my return to the movie theater. Well, I gotta go see Fast 9. That's true. Because if you ain't watching the Fast and Furious movies... thing that's great about the Fast and Furious weird, movies... It's weird, sneaky,
1: like, franchise. I just love it. It is... <laughs> It's not it's like a, it's good writing really, or nothing, no, like, you know? It's like whatever.
0: It's cheesy and corny and things blow. Like, it's completely ridiculous. But it's got the explosions. I it's love got it. the one
1: liners.
0: Yeah. I love it. I think it's amazing. I like it because they also kind of like overcame the odds. Like, yeah. Marvel overcame some odds, but at a certain point, like basically once they hit, like after Avengers it's kind of yeah. like they're they're doing it they can do it you know want. yeah but the fast and furious has definitely been like it's kind of uh well hope we i don't know what we're doing yeah. space cars
1: i honestly i just don't even care anymore i'm gonna go watch them all. they're awesome did you see blackwood yeah. those, yeah yeah blackwood is exciting did you see that photo and it was like Fast and Furious 1 and they're like in cars and it's like Fast and Furious 17 it's the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. They
0: have um so someone asked the screenwriter the guy who's I don't think he wrote the last one but he's written like pretty much all of them. Mm-hmm. They were like is space out of the question? Like cars on the moon? And he goes, "Well, nothing's ever off the table." <laughs> but, <laughs> Good. So Good. basically, you've all but confirmed we're gonna drive space cars on the moon. Genius for some inexplicable space moon <laughs> heist. Mister Nobody is gonna tell us, and we're just gonna believe him because it's Kurt Russell. Yeah, I'm
1: Kurt Russell. He's also Santa Claus. spoiler Santa Claus. alert. Whoa. Yeah, I believe Santa Claus. Yeah, anything you told me. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, next thing uh, so this podcast isn't about talking about of wolves and wizards but we can we can but I did want to talk about uh, writing goals uh, mm-hmm. so like you personally and me personally
0: yeah okay. so what do you got what are you what are you looking at okay what projects do you have on the table
1: okay so. Well, if you, you find out in Episode 7 of Writing Quest that uh, I got married, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. That was Episode 6, uh, I think. Episode 6? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was Episode 6.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I... Everything dropped off because, you know, I was trying to adjust to new life and everything. Uh, the things they don't tell you about being an author, an aspiring author, anyway. It's like, oh, yeah, life still happens. Life still happens, yeah. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm back, things that I'm thinking about is previously I was thinking, uh, I was writing a book centered on a character called Captain Henry Saxon. Mm-hmm. Um, a pirate captain. A pirate Is okay. he a pirate or is he just pirate-esque? He is, so he was at first a sea mage, right? Whatever that is. Whatever that <laughs> is. Essentially, yeah. he was a sailor, an mm-hmm. admiral, yeah. who was like he was magic and you know he's in his seafaring adventures there's a coup that happened and he just so happened to be on the wrong side of it um and then he uh goes into hiding mm-hmm. and he become he, he's labeled as a pirate but he's really just fighting this new regime right right so he's the famous pirate mage like he was famous from the wars before He's famous now. So now he's turned into more of a like a, a meth, myth and a legend. A myth and a legend. A little yeah. bit of Han Solo in there. His ship flies. A little bit
0: of Captain Jack Sparrow. A little
1: bit of Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Um, he's very full of himself, and he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's, he's full of himself, and he knows he's full of himself. which is And what... he loves it. He's totally all about yeah. it. Um, So that's that's been pretty cool. That was a really good story. So is that going
0: to be like the Pirate Mage Trilogy? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know.
1: That, that could be good. But, um, so I was writing that for a while, and I wrote, I think I got 17,000 words in on that one, um, significant, but I like... You're having some story problems. I'm having some story problems, yeah. and that's mainly motivation. So it's mainly setting and plot is... The two things. I love all of my characters, not just Captain Henry Saxon. I think all of my characters mesh really well together. I th- I like my villains and everything. Um, but in terms of plot, the things that they do, it's lacking the setting. I don't know the world well enough. Right. so You don't have the world and then having the backstory to know like why anyone's doing what they're doing. So I have another book <laughs> called The Heroes of Hala, right? Okay. Which is my, it's basically a creation story. It's an Adam and Eve story. And the idea is, imagine the Silmarillion, Mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings, you know, Tolkien's creation story. And imagine the first elves waking up. Right. And then going about their day to day. Um, And then, really, it's all about them surviving because the Dark Lord Malak is what I'm calling him. That's a name in progress. Um, he's pursuing them. It's all mm-hmm. about surviving and uh, learning, and also the creation of magic, which as, has interested you a lot. It has interested yeah. me a lot. I want to know what the beginning of magic is from the beginning. Like this is there are no. The idea is that there are no ancients. There is no before. Like right. um, so, talking about that, and essentially it comes down to. Everything in the universe speaks the language of creation mm-hmm. right the elves don't at the beginning yeah um, and so the elves come up with their own language mm-hmm. just to talk to each other really and then the elves have a translator which is an angelic being who can teach the earth teach trees teach animals. Mm-hmm what the words mean that the elves are saying right so it's kind of like imagine if you had a dog and you wish that you could just tell them something but you need a translator to tell them in dog speak Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they tell that dog and that dog may or may not be able to tell the rest of the dogs but then all of a sudden you can talk to the dog in your own language Mm -hmm. but it knows what you're talking about right so Nature, if you befriend it. So the elves are goody-goody with trees. They take care of trees. Trees like them. So trees like to do what they do. Mm-hmm. A dark lord could speak the same language, but the mm-hmm. trees, unless they were fooled, would be like, nah, not right. doing that. So, the- Interesting territory. Interesting <laughs> territory. A little bit harder in that it's all about language. Um, mm-hmm. Got to find what the actual story is gotta find out what Yet. the actual story is i'm taking it in sections so i'm doing mm-hmm. the eve character on her own i'm doing the adam character on his own and then i'm doing them falling in love and meeting each other mm-hmm. and then i'm doing their adventure and I, their adventure is going to be saving um the eve character's caretaker mother who's also an angelic ish kind of being mm-hmm. um saving that person from malik um and so we're going to see how that all kind of goes. But that's it. That's the adventure. Right. They go, they find them. And the idea is that, like, they are told their entire lives that they're going to meet their significant other. Mm-hmm. They do, but it's not what they thought. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then they come around and, like, that's act two is like, I don't know if we
0: could be with this person. Eternity.
1: Right. And father a race with them. You know? Mm-hmm. But then afterwards, they're like, oh, yeah, we could do this for eternity. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah, it's a good thing. That's kind of the story. Yeah. And then anything else? That's what I'm trying to write. Of Wolves and Wizards. Of Wolves and Wizards, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Come on, buddy. That's wait, a wait, given. Wait. That's a given. That's yeah. a given. But as a personal writing goals, that's what I'm going to do. Like, yeah. I want to get that book done November 30th. I want to hold it in my hands. So. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah, I think... Um... It's kind of similar. I'm So I don't have a desire to ever create anything outside of the world. I've already started Fair. because it's already got to plenty of stuff. Um, so of Wolves and Wizards obviously is a priority. Trying to, I would love if we could have the first draft of that by like the end of the year would be cool.
1: That's um, <laughs>
0: so Well, not really if you think. I mean, mm-hmm. if we wrote a thousand words a week each... That gets us, and that's just a week. Yeah, I guess. Uh, that's so true, that's you know true. that gets us pretty far. I mean, so we kind of got to really line. keep at it, man. Yeah. Um. So I'd love to. I'm really liking where that story's going. That book, currently in my current outline, I've got in my world, I've got about 19 different books etched in, right. just kind of like penciled in loosely. Like, like, yeah, here's a timeline weird. of like. Like, I know where my main trilogy sits, and then I kind of built around, around that. Um, a couple of standalones, a couple of other trilogies.
1: Stories you Some want to short explore. stories. Yeah,
0: like, they're mostly just the idea of, like, okay, this, I know this happened. This is an interesting, like, in my original trilogy, I have a Dark Elf character that I really like. Um, Balorin is his name, and Balren. I... Balorin. Basically, like I just thought, this character is really interesting, and mm-hmm. so I just kind of placed like a standalone novel in the timeline. Yeah, want just, I just like here's this trilogy and that. I'm just gonna put that right there. Um, so of Wolves and Wizards currently is the first book of that timeline.
1: Right. That's um, as early back as history goes. As of
0: now, so we've got that, and then I've got a couple of trilogies. So. I want to focus on of wolves and wizards. And then I'm also writing uh, I, my original trilogy, I created a character called Emmerich Ironside. And he is cur- the current leader of what I call the Knights of Whiteforge. Um, which is a order of knights that is ancient, that I'm um, humans. All humans, they're of the human race, not of dwarves or elves or anything like that. Very monastic kinda, like yes, you're in for good. Like you're in for good. It's a, it's like a brotherhood type of order, you right. know. Um so he's the current leader of that. <clears throat> and I just thought one day he's a cool like in the in the original book I describe him as being like a big burly, husky like yeah. You know, like imagine like a super strong paladin from Warcraft 3 or like Dungeons and Dragons. Like, he's just got all the big armor and the big warhammer, and he's just like this righteousness. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought, so I called him Emmerich Ironside, and I just had this thought of like, how did he get that name? <laughs> and then what would happen if he was a little weaker? And he wasn't the big imposing person that he's now. That he is now. So, in the, I started a book that's going to be a trilogy called the White Forge Trilogy, which is this, this is going to be the story of Emmerich Ironside. Mm-hmm. And so I'm currently in the first book, uh, writing the first draft of that first book, which is called Iron Will. So it's going to be the White Forge Trilogy, Iron Will. Um, his name is Emmerich Lewis. He says a normal last name because it's the story of like how he becomes Weird Man. Emmerich Ironside. Oh, that know? sounds weird. Um, but I'm really pumped about it. So it's a much smaller story. So in my original first draft that I book, which at some point I maybe I'll share, I don't know. I'm pretty productive of it. Because it's the first book I ever wrote. I, right. I mean, it sucks. You're getting there. <laughs> but it's a good, you know. <clears throat> so um I but that one has so many characters and like all the like it's really hard to balance. Right. And so this one has been fun because it's super tiny. It's it's almost a bottle yeah. episode, kinda. <laughs> yeah. So hold on. <laughs> the idea is that Um he's a Ship captain in the Brightvale Navy, which Brightvale is the main human capital capital city, I suppose. Um, he's a ship captain. He's kind of middle rank kind of guy, but he does have his own ship that he runs. They're on some kind of mission at the beginning of the book, but the book opens and they're in a storm. Mm-hmm. The ship runs aground, shipwrecked. and now they're on a deserted island. That's where we... One of my kind of inspirations for that was Arrow, which I love Arrow. Great. So it was kind of like a... Bug. So it's kind of like a... Um, yeah, like taking parts of Arrow to the deserted island thing. They shipwreck, and they're like, oh, crap, we're shipwrecked.
1: But then it turns out they're not alone.
0: And then the story kind of unfolds from there. And
1: then he changes, comes out the other side. Yes. As... Emric Ironside.
0: Yeah, well, and then this the trilogy story will be, by
1: the end of the trilogy, he'll be Emric Ironside. So wait, when does he get the name, and does he justify it afterwards? Do we get to see that, or is it like the very
0: end? Emric Ironside. I don't know. Someone at some point is going to call him that, and it's just going to stick, I think, is how I'm going to do it. I like, something is going to happen. They're going to fight a battle. He's going to get... Stabbed with an iron sword in the side, but take it like a man, and then they'll, like, you know, someone will be like, Well, Emmerich Ironside over there, and then it'll just stick,
1: right? You know, yeah. something like that. So, or it's the men have taken to calling him Emmerich yeah Ironside.
0: So, in and then in the other, like, it's really fun because in the other book, there's some different characters that I can tie in when they're younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I have a bandit captain named Dorgan Hallow, mm. and in that book they hate each other. So in this one I'm gonna make him someone who they actually become friends. So that's kind of side story of like how they actually were friends and then they. Well, that's gonna change how you animes. write that. Yeah. So, but I said the other day, what's really cool? Um, how I have this whole world already kind of built out, and I'm kind of placing these novels just knowing like if I Mm -hmm. know that this novel is here yeah like I just can know or if I create a character in this book I go okay that could actually tie in really well here so I'm just liking that I'm not going to have I don't have to retcon as much because it's not as written so I can kind of
1: write it all it's a little fluid you can yeah it's nice Speaking of the book
0: you've already written... And then the final part of that will be... I'm going back into revision mode on that. My first book to just keep plowing through that. Which, How's that going? Um, word by word. <laughs>
1: word by word. By well, word. now it's going to be harder because with uh, Dorgan Hollow... And he plays such a big part in that book. Yeah. So it's almost like you want to make sure that you get this Emmer side yeah. done really well.
0: Yeah. So... Anyways, that's where I'm at. I got those three projects. Wolves and Wizards. And then Iron Will. And now... And then... Um, revising. Which is kind of always happening. I don't know. Every once in a while, I just pick it up and I'm like...
1: Do a little. Yeah. So here's my thing. Yeah. I was watching a lecture by Brandon Sanderson, which, uh, if possible, we're going to put in the description of this thing. a link in yep. the description. Um, he was talking about how stick with it mm-hmm. just stick with it i don't ever see myself being a full-time writer but i do want to write and publish my books and i want to do that within the next 10 years yeah um and those are kind of always constantly growing and changing and stuff mm-hmm. so i want to get that done you want to get that done <sighs> earlier than that i hope because you're already 10 years in yeah, i'm always in um so that's Pretty much what this podcast is about, a little bit. It's kind of telling that story um, a little bit different than Of Wolves and Wizards, which is the main content of our channel. Yeah, I
0: think um, this is really just a good way to talk about all the struggles we may have or things we're into. Because a lot of, like I, I said, Arrow kind of informed that story. Well, Arrow is completely random compared to this story but at that you know just how those different influences comes together comes together and all that stuff so
1: i'm excited to see i want to see your book like on my shelf yeah signed by you
0: see the difference that i have with my story versus you were saying you're struggling with like world building and setting and all that kind of stuff Mm. when i first started writing and i had no like I had never once thought that that was something that I would want to do. You were a drummer in a band. Well, I was a lot of yeah. So I worked at a in a factory, an assembly line factory making coffee pots. Which is all of a sudden when you're doing mundane work, when I mean, you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again, My, your mind starts to, you know, keep going. And going so on. I just had the idea, the spark of an idea, and so I pretty much spent like a whole year just like working in a factory all like eight hours a day I'm just doing this normal thing so my brain is just like in the background running this whole and then on my breaks I'd like take notes on my ipod or whatever I had I think I had an ipod touch <laughs> I didn't even have an iphone Whoa. so I was literally like I'd go in my work you know for two three hours however it was before mm-hmm. the first break and I, my brain was just like, blah, 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 blah. and then I'd sit on break and I'd like type down everything that I could remember that I thought of, and then I would work, and I did that for like a year. And what sucks is I've lost the original notes that I had, so I had to rebuild a lot of it. But I still had a long time where I was just like, so I've had this back. So for me, like I can literally look at my timeline and go, we can add this story here, and this is kind of what it will be about. Because I can, I have you know. the story and then I know where the other stuff is placed. So it's really, you're getting the web in. Place. So for me, it's like, my thing is I got to get the words down. The yeah. story and the backstory and all that is, the world is built
1: mostly. It's like the structures there, the main. Yeah. Thing. I dig that. I dig that. Well, anyways. So if we ever found that, that'd be your lost
0: notes. Yeah. I, I have no idea that'd be really cool in the ethernet somewhere <sighs> yeah that'd be awesome yeah so Oop. yeah should we land this plane <laughs> all right we're coming in for a landing so thank you for listening to the first episode of the writing quest podcast um if you have any questions comments concerns things you want to say let us know put it in the comments Maybe we'll maybe we'll take questions if anyone had a question, dude. That'd be so awesome. Take a, put a question in the
1: comments and we'll address the question in the next one. It's true. Do that. Yeah, they will give us more stuff to talk about. We want to talk about it. Um, I mean, in ten years, aren't you gonna want to be the person that you know commented on uh, some of our earliest uh, videos? So, <clears throat> uh, homework for next time. Got to hear about Miss Born. Got to hear about Miss Born. I'm I'm excited. What you're thinking about? And then.
0: Kind of an update on other projects.
1: Yeah. Anyways, thanks for joining us. And
0: this is Writing Quest. Huzzah! Huzzah!